You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Suffering is a part of Christian life that we endure with patience while we stand in faith, waiting for God's deliverance. Discover more about this truth in week six of our series, Gospel Demonstrated. Let me go to the topic for today. We are in the last installment of our series. We are uh, talking about how we can demonstrate our faith, the gospel. And uh, we're looking at the book of John, which is a very practical book. And um, it's really concerned about how do we apply our faith in our day-to-day life. And that's what we're looking at. Because sometimes, you know, uh, we have this idea of what a Christian should be uh, or how our life should look like. Pero may kanya-kanya tayo ng idea. Even people who are not from church, they have different expectations and mindset about people from church. And so it's important for us to base our conviction, our lifestyle, our, 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 our standard in the Word of God. Um, last May 11, I celebrated my 25th birthday. The 39, no? 39th birthday, May 11. I still can't believe next year I will have midlife crisis already. 40. Sabi nila, no, my midlife crisis and 40. I don't know. I'm yet to discover. But uh, we, I celebrated with my family. We went out of town. Um, ako kasi yung type of person, I need the space. I need to reflect. I need to pause from time to time. I can't continue doing things nonstop. I need to uh, somehow be able to isolate and reflect. And so every year, every time I celebrate my birthday, I try my best to uh, have a day or two just to seek God and ask Him, Lord, what is your direction for my life? Because I don't want to do my own thing. I don't want to pursue my own desires. I want to know, um, I'm trying my best to, ma- to know that I'm in line with your will for my life. And on our way to Tagaytay, nung papunta na ho kami, yung favorite question ng daughter ko, eight-year-old daughter, tuwing uh, may travel kami is, how many more minutes? So, non-stop, almost every minute. How many more minutes? Tapos after one minute, how many more minutes? So, it's just non-stop. Every minute, the boredom and the impatience just grow. Um, and sometimes you get tired of hearing it. But you know, I, I'm able to somehow uh, be patient with my daughter because I see myself in her. I find myself lacking patience. How many of you here sometimes na ubusan po kayo ng pasensya? Ilan nung sa'yo dito, may katabi kayo mukhang kailangan ng pasensya. Okay? <laughs> and I can relate. You know, today, everything is built for speed and comfort. I'm reflecting during my time, nung college po ako, 1997. Okay? I think I was... Second or third year in college, 1997. Wala pa pong internet nung time ko. Walang email, walang messenger, walang Viber, walang phone na wireless. Ang phone lang nun yung may wire. Natatandaan niyo pa ba yun? Parang limited lang yung pupuntahan mo. And uh, if you need information, you need to go to the library. You have to use catalog. You have to manually write the information if you cannot bring out the book. Or... Pwede mo ipa-Xerox. Okay? Unlike today, if you need information, it will just take few seconds 
Just Google what you're looking for and you will get the information. Everything is built for speed and comfort. Things to, today, everything is faster and easier. Meron, ako, meron po kaming meeting uh, two weeks ago. We have this conference call. Four of us. One is in Australia. One is at the fort. I'm here in Green Hills. One, I think, is in their house. Kakagising lang, no? Naglagay lang ng quote. Uh, we're, we're having this meeting online, not on-site. And before, you have to travel. So can you imagine the time we're able to save because of technology? But here's what's ironic about our, our day and age. In spite of all the speed and cutting short the time of waiting and things are faster and easier, our patience is not increasing. In fact, our frustration level is higher today. We, we are so used to this instant way of life where we get things so quickly that waiting for a few seconds is seeming, it, it, it feels like it's abnormal for us. I'm not sure kung meron po sa inyo dito this week na you stop downloading a document or watching a video because it's taking so long. It's already 15 seconds. Or medyo napikon kayo sa fast food kasi 10 minutes na kayo nakapila, hindi pa kayo kumakain. I mean, we're so used to this kind, to this way of life that a little delay makes us easily frustrated. And it's not good for our soul. It's not good for our faith. And sometimes I feel like some people, the reason they're not growing in their faith is because they cannot wait and be patient. And so this message for us today is very relevant. This was originally given to a group of believers who are uh, experiencing persecution and suffering. Life was hard for them. And so James wrote this letter to encourage them uh, in this time of persecution and suffering and we can all relate there are many kinds of suffering okay meron pong emotional suffering okay yung na broken heart ka tapos nakikinig ka ng music nagiiimo uh, emotional meron ding uh, physical suffering mental suffering normally experienced by students during exam parang lord please dumating ka na ang hirap ng math or uh, relational suffering. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know where you are today. Maybe you are in the midst of suffering. And some of us, we experience it because it's self-inflicted. It's our own wrong decision. Sometimes it's because of other people. And sometimes it's simply because we're living in a messed up world. Even if you're a Christian now, you're not exempted from pollution. Hindi dahil Christian ka na ngayon, malinis na yung hangin na Hinihinga mo ngayon, thank you Lord. Iba talaga pag-Christian. Kahit Christiano ka na, damay ka sa traffic, damay ka sa pollution, damay ka sa chemicals. I mean, because we're living in a messed up world, whether you like it or not, you are not going to be shielded from these things. So we can all relate because suffering is part of life. And whether you're a Christian or not, we will experience this, we will all go through this. Whether you're rich or poor, young or old, all of us will find ourselves in a situation wherein we will experience us being pressed or stretched. And we're going to be in a position wherein, Lord, nagre-wrestle na ako. 
And uh, James encouraged these believers, what do you do when you're in the midst of suffering? Or what do you do when the things that you are believing for is taking longer than you've expected? The healing, the deliverance, the provision, the answer to your prayers. How do we respond? How do we demonstrate our faith to the watching world? And that's what James uh, talked about in chapter 5. If you have your Bible with you, we're going to read from verse 7. It says, Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. And as an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Again, the background of chapter 5, if you read the earlier verses from verse 1 onwards, James was first addressing the rich people who were exploiting the poor. They, are, they have uh, workers, they have employees that are like today overworked and underpaid. A lot of workers are like that. And during their time, uh, there are these believers who are working under pagan masters. Some of them are even Christians. And that's what's frustrating for James. He's saying, how can you do this? You're exploiting the poor. You're not giving what they deserve. And so here's a portion of that in verse 4. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. Now, God is not against richness, riches and wealth and money. It's by obtaining it illegally or uh, using it to oppress others. And like today, during their time, if you have money, you have political connections and Apparently, they can also manipulate their justice system. That is why, even though these poor believers, they know they're being exploited, they cannot resist their masters because they know they cannot do anything about it. They know that tables will be turned against them and it's going to be a bigger trouble for them. So, all they can do is go to God. And James warned this people who are oppressing the poor. They're saying, you're, you're, you're taking advantage of these people. And be sure there will be judgment from the Lord. The Lord is watching. And He's reminding them. And this is a good reminder for us. As the Lord prospers us, the Lord bless us, we have to be reminded that the purpose of prosperity is generosity. And the reason God wants to increase our blessing is so that we can increase our giving. It's not just for us to consume. It's for us to also use as a tool so that we can help more people and bring them to God. And so that's a good reminder for us here. And then James uh, shift and talk to the people who are being oppressed. 
people who are suffering. And here's the encouragement of James. He said, I know you're suffering injustice. I know that you are suffering in, in the workplace. I know that you are going through persecution. But here's what I encourage you to do. Be patient. Can you please encourage the person sitting next to you? Tell that person, be patient. Konting pasensya. Be patient. And here's the first thing that James mentioned. He said, be patient for the coming of the Lord is near. If you are a Christian, for the believers, the living hope that we have is the coming of the Lord. We know that this life is temporary. This is not our final residence or this is not where we're going to stay. This is just temporary. Life is short. Suffering is temporary. You know, hindi ko to masyadong nakikwento, but there was a time in my life where I was so weak. Even feeding myself was too hard. Somebody ha- need have to help me. Kasi pag kumakain ako, natatapon yung food, goes to my shirt. I mean, I cannot help my, I cannot stand on my own. It was really a, it was really a, a difficult season and moment of my life. Until nung two years old na ako, nakakagapang na ako. Anyway, nakakain na ako ng sarili. But, sorry, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> life is short, right? And sometimes it can feel like the days are long, but the years really is so fast. Kanina, I told you that uh, I celebrated my 39th birthday. Grabe, sobrang amazed ako kasi parang kailan lang, oh, nakadiaper lang ako. So church, tumatawag lang ako ng kuya 20 years ago nung estudyante ako bago ako sa church. Kuya, kamusta po ate? Ngayon ako na yung kuya. <laughs> ako na yung isa sa matanda sa church. Parang ang bilis lang, no? What is 40 years? 2,000 years ago, the Christians, they'd been hearing about this promise. The kingdom of God is near. 2,000 years after, this is the promise that you and I are holding on. And I want to encourage you, we are near to the promise. We are near to the promise and we are looking forward for a day wherein there will be no more tears, no more injustice, no more poverty, no more death, no more losses. And God will restore everything, His creation. and He will redeem His creation. That is the hope that we have. This is temporary. Again, itong area natin, everywhere you look, there is construction going on across the street, the old parking, na ngayon di tayo makapag-park, nagsasuffer tayo ng sobra. Nagpa-park tayo sa promenade. Yung iba suffering na sa atin, yung grabang hirap mag-church dito. Lakad ang five minutes. Gusto na natin mag-backslide, balik na lang ako sa dati. Magpakasama na lang ako. Because of the parking, but you know, across the street, there's construction going on. Sometimes I would watch May mga tinitibag sila na mga cemento. You'll see the rubbles. You'll see the ruins. And it's causing a mess here. Itong tabi natin, ganun din. It's causing this discomfort, this, this traffic. But with all these things that's happening, a lot of people are excited because they know once this is over, we're going to have a better place. 
Even us, we're looking forward that someday we will be able to accommodate thousands of people more, more thousands of people here. We're looking forward. Now it's inconvenient, but we know there is a work being done. That's why James said, I know you're suffering. I know it's not easy. I know sometimes it's, it can be painful, but be patient. For the coming of the Lord is near. And then he said, see how the farmers wait. In the meantime, let's be like the farmers. Meron bang farmers dito? Tagakubaw? But I don't know kung merong farmer dito, pero at least meron tayong a little idea no, about uh, farmers and farming. We know that when they plant, they don't harvest the following day, right? There's a period, of, there's a waiting period. Then the good thing about these farmers, even though it would take months before they even see the fruit of their labor, every single day they are expectant. They are continuing the work. They are watering, even though they are not seeing anything on the ground because they know they are confident something happening underneath. They know the seeds are growing. It's, it germin, it's germinating in under the, the soil. Merong confidence sila, so water lang ng water. Okay lang. Protectahan lang to. Because they know someday they're going to harvest. There is confidence. There is sense of expectation. And James said, as Christians, that should be our posture. That should be our attitude. That there is a sense of expectation that something good will come out of this. That behind the scene, God is accomplishing something great. And the cross is a beautiful example and reminder of that because at the cross, the disciples, when they're watching Jesus bloody and dying on the cross, that was the lowest moment and point of their life. They were so heartbroken. They were so discouraged. Imagine all their hope. Nilagay nila kay Jesus, their leader, their Messiah, their Savior. And now they're looking at their hope dying on the cross. Not realizing that at that very moment, God was accomplishing His plan of salvation for us. And because of that, because of what happened on the cross, you and I today are here and we're enjoying our relationship with God. And we can look forward, we praise God for the cross, but during that time, the disciples, that's the worst thing that ever happened to them. And every time we are reminded of the cross, we are reminded that what we're going through today... God is also at work. God is at work no matter how bad it may look like. In your marriage, in your family, in your finances, in your health, no matter how bad it may look like, we can be expectant and confident that God is doing a great work in your life. And God wants to do a great work through your life. Can you please encourage that person on your right? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God is doing a great work in your life. And then James said, in light of that revelation, be patient also with other people. Because God is also doing a great work in their life. We are all work in progress. So James said, can you show patience to your mom? Can you be patient to your brother? 
Can you be patient with your office mate? Can you show patience to others? Because God is also doing a work in their life. And then, here's what James said in verse 10. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers. He talked about the prophets and specifically he mentioned Job. To encourage the Christians, James used somebody that is very familiar to them. Ginagawa niyo ba yun? Minsan, when you're encouraging someone, nagkikwento ka about somebody that you both know. Kilala mo si ano? Yung, oh, yung natin ng victory group natin. Yes, yung di nagpapakita. So, kinikwento mo, alam mo yung nangyari sa kanya? Parang, grabe bro. So, dahil kilala nyo, kahit alam nyo yung nangyari sa buhay nila, you get encouraged. Now, these Christians, they're familiar with Job. To be honest with you, when I was a new Christian, I don't read the book of Job. I avoid it. I'm scared. Kasama ng Revelation. Ayokong basahin yung Job kasi ayokong mangyari sa akin yung nangyari kay Job. So, I'm afraid that if I read that, baka sabihin ni Lord, ikaw din. Huwag <laughs> ah, Lord. Merong isang pastor nag-preach one time, I think it's a college service, sabi niya, God was so proud of Job. Bilib na bilib, pinagmamalaki ni Lord, kaya yung demonyo one day lumapit kay God, tapos sabi niya, eh kaya, kaya lang naman, kaya lang naman loyal sa iyan, blinibless mo eh. Ganda ng marriage. Mga anak nila, business, health, tanggalin mo yan lahat, stop kay worship niyan. Sabi ni Lord, hindi mo alala si Job. Sige, try mo. Ganun nangyari. Bilib na bilib. Ilan sa inyo dito gusto niyong ipagyabang kayo ni Lord? You want God to be proud of you. <laughs> so parang, Lord, okay na ako. Dito lang tayo. Serve lang tayo. Humble lang. Huwag mo na ako ilagay sa stage, Lord. So, God was so proud of Job. So, you, you know the story of Job, right? He lost his seven children. He lost all his businesses. Lost his wealth. Lost his health. Tapos yung asawa niya, hindi pa supportive. Sabi sa kanya, after everything that happened, you're still worshiping God, curse God and die. Wow. But in spite of all the things that happened to Job, here's what he said in Job 1, verse 21. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wow. Ilan sa inyo dito na pinanganak kayo, may cellphone na kayo? May alahas na kayo, di ba? Self-made. Oh, lumabas tayo lahat dito, wala tayong dala. Sabi ni Job, wala naman akong dinala dito eh. Ni chinelas, wala eh. Pagalis ko dito, wala rin naman ako madadala eh. All of this belongs to God. He has the right to do whatever He wants. Lord, if this is my time to go, may the name of the Lord be praised. The Lord has given. The Lord has taken away. Made, uh, I, I think, if you read the whole story of Job, meron din siyang wrestling eh. Alam mo, hindi naman perfect ang Christian life. Minsan lang, pag tinignan mo yung mga tao, di ba, parang buti pa to, walang problema, walang pinagdadaanan. Pero actually, we're just the same. The lie of the enemy to isolate you is to tell you you're the only one going through that kind of issue. Pero actually, pag nakipagkwentuhan ka, tapos nag-open ka, magugulat ka, ikaw din? Normal pala to. Meron akong couple na kinakounselan one time. Bago lang sa marriage, 
puro away, first year of marriage. I assured them, kami no first year, puro away din kami, normal lang yan. So, this is a good opportunity to grow, to involve people in your life. So, masyado ko yatang na-encourage na okay lang, di na nagpakita. Okay lang pala to eh. <laughs> I don't need church or community. But anyway, you know the what happened to Job, right? After after everything that happened, Job exercised patience. Lord, I don't know why this is happening. Sometimes, diba, you wrestle with doubt. Nag-serve ako, Lord. Nagbibigay ako. Nag-pray ako. Nag-share ako ng gospel. Pero bakit nagsasuffer pa rin ako? Why am I experiencing bad things? Why is it that bad things can happen to good people? I don't know why. I don't know how you will bring me out of my situation, but Lord, I'll wait on you. Ending ng life niya, the Bible says his latter days was more blessed than his beginning. Eventually, he had seven sons and three daughters again, and the Lord doubled what he used to have and blessed him, and he lived for 140 years. And God allowed him to enjoy his wealth, his family, his relationship, and his walk with God. You know, ang isang favorite kong movie na mga videos na panoorin, pag downtime sa YouTube, I like watching yung mga buzzer beater sa basketball. Nanonood ba kayo nun? Yung mga game-winning shots? Two seconds na lang. Sometimes lamang yung kalaban, okay, na shoot nila, three seconds remaining, you will see the video, some of the people will easily lose heart. Lamang tayo kanina eh. Biglang after isang shoot lang, ito na. Pero merong mga players, pagkakita nila, kesa gumanon, tumatakbo ko, kinukuha yung bola. Tapos last two seconds, titira yung bola, tapos shoot. Tapos in just two seconds, palit ng emotion. Yung mga nagsiselebrate, Tapos yung malulungkot, Wah! You know, sometimes your greatest victory can happen in your lowest moment in life. When you're so down, when you're so discouraged, kaya sabi ni James, be patient. Don't give up. Like Job, like the prophets, like the farmers. Be expectant. You'll never know. One thing is for sure, God is with you. And then verse 13 to 18, not only that, be patient. If you're suffering, what do you do as a Christian? Be patient. Huwag kang madaling magalit. Huwag kang mag-retaliate kung kanin-kanino. Buhus mo kay Lord. Be patient. And then, next, he talked about prayer. Is it, verse 13, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Ilan sa inyo dito nagpipray kayo pag may pinagdadaanan kayo? This is one, I think, of the most natural things we do for Christian and non-Christian. May mga tao hindi nagpipray pag okay lahat. Pero pag may problema yan, sa U-Belt dati, pag may exam, punong-puno kami, walang space. Siksikan talaga yung ganito na. Pag, pag worship, may isang tumalon, talon kami lahat. <laughs> Tapos naglolokohan kami. Kasi pag regular Friday, pag walang exam, medyo maluwag. Yung amoy, okay. <laughs> Pero pag may exam, krabe amoy tao talaga. No? Amoy harvest dito. Ah. But we're happy. Tapos pag nag-pray ka, oh, 
God, I pray for those who will take the exams that they will pass. Yes! Yeah, amen! Very participative. Very, talagang ang yung emotion. Yeah, amen! Amen! Wala pa akong sinasabi, nag-amen na. Sasabihin ko pa lang, Lord, Amen! So, it's natural, yet James still talked about prayer. Because sometimes what happens is, pag may problema, we pray, pero we easily lose our patience. We stop praying. Nag-pray naman ako, hindi naman sinagot ni Lord. Tampo na. Ayoko na mag-church. Ayoko na magpakita sa victory group. Ayoko na magbasa ng Bible. Kasi nag-pray ako, hindi naman sinagot ni Lord. So James said, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Whether you are healed here or after this life is over and God raised you from the dead, God is still faithful. God still answered your prayer. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again and heaven gave rain and the earth bore its fruit. Seven times the word prayer was mentioned. And every time a word is repeated in the Bible, God is trying to send a message that this is important. If you are to survive this, this thing that you're going through, this suffering, then you need to develop this habit of prayer. Coming to God, pouring out your heart, calling, calling out to Him. You pray. Verse 15, it says it's a, as prayer of faith. Hindi lang prayer na, you know, prayer can be boring. Nung hindi pa ako Christian, nakatulog ako magpray. I don't look forward to praying. Paulit-ulit. Mechanical. Walang power. But when I became a Christian, I realized, wow, it's different. There's power in prayer. There's power in coming to God when you realize that your, the power of prayer is not dependent on your strategy. It's dependent on who God is. It's not how good you are, but how good our God is. When you approach God in the context of relationship, it changes everything. No wonder, yung mga disciples niya, nagpapaturo, Lord, teach us how to pray. Paano ba pray Because we're seeing you pray and we're seeing something different about you. Compared to the religious leaders, we want what you have. And Jesus said, if you're going to pray, first, you say, our Father. It starts with relationship. Then you come to God. Open your heart. And then you pray. You know what happens when we pray? Meron ba sa inyo dito may pinagpipray kayo ngayon? Whether maybe house. How many of you are praying for a house? How many of you are praying for a car? How many singles are praying for a partner? <laughs> Wala nagtaas eh, no? But I mean, maybe iba tayong pinagpipray eh. You know what's amazing about praying for something specifically? 
My wife and I, I still remember when we're praying for a car, specific model, specific color, everywhere we go, we see the car. <laughs> Sa parking, uy, dami nakapark na kotse ganito ah. Sa highway, uy, dami Parang sa movie, uy, pano, lahat na lang, no? You become aware. Actually, andyan na naman yan eh. You're not just aware before. But prayer increases your awareness. You beca- your eyes is opened. And now you started seeing it everywhere you go. You know, God is always with you. God is always with us. But sometimes when we're not praying and we're overwhelmed by anxiety and fear and worries, we don't see God. That's why James said, pray. First of all, it makes you aware of the presence of God. Second, it makes you aware of God's provision. Because the Bible says God is a good father. And parents, kami ng wife ko, I'm sure the same way with all the parents here, two-year-old pa lang yung youngest namin, eight-year-old yung eldest, pinag-uusapan na namin yung college. We're doing something to prepare them for, for when they are already out of the house. We're, we're thinking, we're, we're providing uh, with the best that we can. How much more God? God is a good father. Even before you encountered that problem, God already made provision. God already has a solution. What will enable us to see that? Prayer. God wants to change our situation. But most importantly, God wants to change us. Okay, I like this quote about prayer. It says, the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. God is never surprised. God knows what's happening. God already have a solution. So, Really, the problem is not the situation. The problem is our condition, our heart. So God is concerned about our situation. But most importantly, God wants the change to start within. Babaguhin tayo ni Lord in the process. God can use not only our victories, but even our defeats. Not only our joy, but even our sadness. God can use anything to bring us closer to Him, to grow our faith and our character, and to accomplish His good, pleasing, and perfect will for us. So pray. Maybe you're not a Christian, or maybe you're somebody who just goes go to church once in a while, pag may occasion, katulad nito. But I believe God wants to encourage you to come to Him. Maybe for some of you, you don't need anything materially. But you having a relationship with God spiritually, that's your greatest need. And God wants you to come to Him. Sometimes may lie, hindi ako makakalapit kay Lord, makasalanan ako. Hindi ako pwede mag-pray, hindi ako papakinggan ni Lord. You know, the reason Jesus died on the cross is for sinners like you and me. Pray. And then verse 19 and 20 as we end. My brothers, if anyone, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Wandering away. You know, sometimes people wander away from the faith because of persecution. 
Dati ang init kay Lord, pero nung pinersecute ng parents, pinersecute ng friends, they started drifting away. Some because of problem, some because of delays to the answer to their prayer. So they wonder. And, and God said, hey, for those of you who are strong, if you know somebody who's wandering away from the faith, help that person return to God. And if you are the one who's wandering away, allow other people to help you get back to the Lord. You know, in my journey with God, for 20 years of walking with God, may mga times sa life ko na I'm so down, I don't want to go to church anymore. Not just once. I even tried resigning as a pastor at least five times because of discouragement. And during that time, I would go to God and say, Lord, I don't know if I can still continue. Hindi ko alam, Lord, if it's time for me to move on. Is this a new season? I mean, all these things. You know, when you're down, you entertain all kinds of negative emotion and thoughts. At least five times. Buti na lang may mga tao sa church. I have relationship with who did not give up on me. Kahit di ako nagpapakit, tinatawagan ako sa bahay, we know where you live. Pupuntahan ako sa bahay, kwentuhan lang, kahit tinataguan ko. Bro, andito lang kami, okay lang yan. Prayer. I mean, they, they, they're patient. I hope you have people like that. Because you will, you're not always strong and you're not always right. You need other people to help you. You cannot follow God alone. You need community. That's why we have church. Nung one time, uh, last month, from Pangasinan, uh, we had an outreach. Pabalik kami ng Manila. I was so tired because the day before, whole day of ministry, late night fellowship, the following day, I preached in the Sunday service of one, the, of one of our churches in Pangasinan. Nung pa-uwi na kami, pagod ako nag-drive essay text kasama ko family. I was, uh, I was, uh, ano Sleep driving. Alam mo yung sleepwalking, di ba? Naglalakad, pero tulog. Ito, driving, oh, hindi ko namamalaya, no? Tapos nagigising ako, nasa kabilang lane na kami, gumaganon. So I was so scared. I, w- I woke up my wife and say, ikaw naman. <laughs> Kasi baka, baka isang ano lang, I mean, few seconds lang, I don't know, we might, head, we might be headed for a crash. It's dangerous. We cannot stay like this for a long time. So buti na lang, tinulungan ako ng wife ko, nagpalit kami, drive siya, tapos ako, tulog. Imagine mo kung wala kang kasama, no? Nobody helping you in your walk with God. You'll not make it alone. The, we are here by the grace of God, but sometimes the expression of God's grace is another person. That person is the grace of God for you. Help somebody who's wandering away from the faith. As we pray, you know, for some of us here who's hearing this message, maybe this is a deposit. Because somewhere along the way, you will go through suffering. And this is a deposit of faith. So you can have patience, and so you can experience God in a greater way. Your eyes will be open to His reality. For some of us here, you are in the midst of that suffering. God wants to encourage you to be patient because the Lord is coming. 
If you trust God in the process, in the end, you will be celebrating. And for, those, for some of us here, maybe you are the person who's wandering away from the faith. Especially, maybe today you drag yourself to church. It's been a hell week for you. Financially, it's, it's, it's worse. Relationally, I mean, you're ready to give up that marriage or, I don't know. God wants to bring you back to Him. Maybe you're drowned with stress and worry and anxiety. God wants to remind you that God is bigger than what you are facing today. Amen? You just heard a podcast from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.